Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's the founder of Price Associates and the president of TTI Success Insights, it's Ron Price. Ron, you are found on the web. I'll give both websites, Price-Associates and TTI Success Insights is TTISI.com. Ron, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Josh. It's great to be with you. Yeah, and so you have been a leader and teacher of leadership for a little while. (laughs) Yeah, actually, uh, I'm not going to say the total number of years. Let's just say it's been over 50. Yeah. (laughs) So I am curious uh, about, you know, what were you teaching in in the early days? And and, and I, I guess the question is, you know, as someone with your experience and longevity at this, have the principles of leadership changed much or are they the principles kind of tried and true? I think that it's not so much that they've changed, but the emphasis has changed dramatically over that period of time. Josh, my beginning foray into leadership really worked out to be a great advantage to me because it was not in business. It was in theater. And so I started acting and I became a director and a playwright. And there's a lot of focus on talent, a lot of focus on people and getting people to work collaboratively together. And that really served me well later in my career. I went from that to being in business with my dad in, of all things, truck tire retreading. So it's almost the opposite side of the universe. It was all about results. It was all about quality production. It was all about delivering on promises. And the combination of those two experiences, I look back on now, and I'm so grateful for it. I did not plan for it, but it had a huge impact on helping me to understand the broad spectrum of what you have to be able to master to be successful in business. Yeah. Um, And Ron, how do you... How do you work with folks today, or how does your company, primarily what TTI Success Insights, how does TTSI work? So TTI Success Insights is a company that's devoted to using psychometric sciences to help people discover and pursue their greatest potential. We like to say that it's our job, our purpose is to spark transformative experiences in people's everyday lives. So that means how they see themselves, how they recognize their own strengths and potential, how they work together in teams, how they contribute to their organizations. And hopefully through all that, we make a difference in the world around us as well. Yeah. Um, And talk about why it is really important and at what level, let's talk about this. 
because this is going to be an easy question for you. At what <laughs> level, thinking specifically about business owners and, and even at the solo level, right, where it's just them, maybe they're an independent consultant, at what point should one start to concern themselves with leadership principles? Well, I think, first of all, you have to define leadership, Josh. And mm. I think the definition of leadership is that you make an impact in somebody else's life. You could say that you influence them. And so now we say, okay, if that's what leadership is, are there different ways of influencing people? And I think they're in my book, Growing Influence, a story of how to lead with character, expertise, and impact. Stacey Ennis and I talk about three distinct kinds of leadership. The first is the influence that you have because of who you are. It's your character. It's how you show up. It's how you treat people. It's how you govern yourself. The second kind of leadership is the influence you have because of what you know or what you can do. We call that expert leadership. So I go to my accountant and they lead me because they understand the tax code in a way that I could never understand it. And then the third kind of leadership we refer to as structural or positional leadership. That's where somebody else gives you authority and responsibility. If you're an entrepreneur or a solopreneur, the government gave you that authority and responsibility when you registered to have your business. But contained within that is a certain set of responsibilities and a certain set of, of uh, rights or privileges that you have. So we got three kinds of influencing. One is how I show up. One is what I know and how I create value for others. And the other is my position, the authority I've been given, which amplifies the first two. Josh, what I've discovered is that you can't start too early to become a good leader. It, it, four, five, six years old, you're learning how yeah. to be a leader. And it, oh, yeah. those are profound. When we interview leaders about where their values came from, almost always they go back to their upbringing. They go back to their parents or a grandparent or an uncle. So they were learning that first part of leadership from a very early age. People wake up the expert part of leadership at different times throughout their life. I have, my wife and I have been blessed with six kids, five boys and a girl. I have one son who was 17 and he knew exactly what he wanted to be an expert in. And he's been very successful. He's 35 now. He's been very, very successful doing that. I have another son who's now in his 40s and he's still trying to figure it out. And it doesn't mean that one is better than the other. They just have a different path. So expertise, sometimes you have to explore for a while before you figure out where you really want to go. Oh, by the way, my son who hasn't figured it out, it's not that he hasn't become an expert leader. It's that he's done it in so many different ways because he hasn't found the one that he wants to focus on for the rest of his life. So then the position is something that's given to us. Even if you're a solopreneur, you don't really have much positional leadership unless you've got a customer or hopefully multiple customers. And you get your responsibility and your authority and your ability to make a change based on them inviting you into their business to help them out. Yeah. So I know it's a long-winded response, but leadership is always taking place. And you can tell that I believe that everybody is a leader in some way. I agree with that. And yeah. Maybe and yeah, and we're learning these lessons of leadership. I think particularly sometimes it's subconsciously we're just picking up ideas. But I love the idea of you know trying to identify 
lessons in leadership from life around us. Maybe it's a, a movie or a TV show or, you know, folks that um, just in regular life, um, you know, with your background in theater, um, you know, I think about uh, just my one year in, in studying improv and all of the life lessons and, um, you know, leadership things I learned and, um, you know, how to show up in relationships, how to come, you know, obviously communication, you'll learn a lot of communication skills and improv. Um, but you, with your background in theater, I'm curious how you've, uh, kind of, uh, you know, what are the leadership lessons that one could learn from uh, working in it in, or, 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 you know, spending time in, in, in a theater environment? Yeah, well, there are a lot that we could talk about, but I, I think I probably appreciate the most that my early studies in theater taught me a lot about empathy. I studied under, not directly, but I was influenced by and studied under the teaching of Konstantin Stanislavski, who was a very famous director back in the 60s. He was a Russian director. And most of Hollywood today follows his acting methodologies. Yeah. They call it method acting. And one of the keys to developing your acting skills under his method was you have to get to understand other people's experience. You need to develop your skills of observation, your skills of listening, your skills of question, because you, you needed to understand the characters that you were playing at a very deep level and at an emotional level. Well, I don't think you ever finish learning how to do that. Again, being a parent and a grandparent, I keep practicing that every day and being an executive with a lot of employees. I never get to the point where I feel like I've got that mastered. Every day is a new day. So empathy is number one. And I think empathy is one of the most important skills for leaders today. And unfortunately, the studies show us that the further up in an organization the person goes, the less empathy they have. They get so enamored with numbers. They get so enamored with the market mm -mm -mm. that they forget to realize that we work with human beings. And if we want to get the most of those human beings, we need to understand them. And then we need to learn how to organize them to take advantage of their strengths. Josh, it's nothing new for me. Peter Drucker was saying years ago, the only reason we should get people together is to exploit their strengths and neutralize their weaknesses. Now, today we would say leverage their strengths because exploit doesn't sound like a good word to us today. <laughs> but that's the second thing I learned in right. theater. As a director, I learned a, about something called typecasting. Typecasting is you, you cast people into roles that come easy for them instead of asking them to become something that they're not. Mm. And when you do that, directing them becomes much, much easier. And you look good as a director when they're doing all the work. In Hollywood, actually, about 85% of the casting that's done today is typecasting. We're wow. understanding a person's natural traits and we're casting around their natural traits. We're not asking Brad Pitt to be Captain Hook. And about 15% of the casting is what we call character actors. Those are people who are very, very uniquely gifted that they can morph themselves into something very different than who they are. So you can think of Robin Williams, or you can think of Meryl Streep, or you can think of some of these great actors who've been able to transform themselves into so many different roles. But the vast majority of Hollywood is successful based on recognizing a person's natural traits, organizing them accordingly. Yep. And that's the second biggest thing that I learned in theater. If you want to be successful in business, 
Don't try to change people. No. Figure out oh who God. they are and organize around their strengths. Absolutely. And how, what, you know, obviously there's a, a very, um, you know, good discussion then based on that to be had in and around recruiting, attraction, hiring, um, you know, uh, you know, the, that process as well, um, rather than hiring for technical skills, which is important. Um, you need but, it all. Yeah, but I uh, one thing I know and we've learned is that uh, we do way more assessment around personality than we do. Technical skills can be that can be taught. Soft skills that's a little tougher. I I don't think you could budge much on that. You know, it's like and um, and in today's world, Josh, this is a, a moving target which you can get frustrated with or you can get excited about. That because of what's happening right now in society around us, because of the move toward more remote work and because of the rise of the gig economy, for all these reasons, it's both science and art to do a good job recruiting today. So that's the second thing from theater. Third thing, so it's empathy, organize around people's strengths. The third thing is you can have all that. And if you don't have the right strategy, you're going to struggle. You know, years ago, a couple of consultants studied Tom Peters in Search of Excellence and Jim Collins, good to great. And what they discovered was that neither of them were successful in predicting long-term success by going back and looking at the case studies they had in their books. What they discovered is the key to long-term success is what market you're in, what business you're in, whether or not you're in something that customers want and need. So that's about developing the right kind of strategy. And of course, in today's world, strategy is not static. It's dynamic. You have to have a strong sense of your purpose, your vision, your values, but then you have to be very flexible in understanding how to live in a volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous marketplace that we're experiencing today. And again, that takes a big commitment to continuous learning. You cannot think that, I mean, I started doing strategy back in the 70s. You cannot think that what you learned back then is going to work today. You have to constantly be renewing your own understanding, your own thinking about what it means to create and then to execute or to optimize great strategy. Yeah, it's uh, what I, Albert, I, Albert Einstein. I'm not sure who it was. I think it was Einstein. You know, the more I learn, the more I realize how much I don't know. <laughs> you know, and so staying coachable, staying humble sounds like a a, a thread. Uh, in, in your teaching, uh, or you yeah. know, in in what you've been sharing, um, I, I want to make sure I, I'm a big, big, big fan. Uh, you know, uh, through uh, the thoughtful entrepreneur and making connections, um, who should be reaching out, and how should they be connecting with you? So, on the Price Associates side, which is now being run by somebody else, even though I founded it. But our focus there is helping individuals and organizations develop their leadership capacities, develop strategy, and develop innovation. So anybody who's interested in that, it can be a solopreneur all the way up to they do work with global companies. On the TTI Success Insights side, if you're interested in really focusing on the talent portion, really understanding people at a deep, deep level, what their natural behavioral traits are, what motivates or drives them, how they go about making decisions, what their level of skill development is, their emotional intelligence, their response to stress, all these are things that TTI Success Insights can help with. 
So if you reach out to TTI Success Insights, which, as you said, is TTISI.com, our staff there will help you to find what it is that you're looking for. They will connect you. We have over 7,000 partners around the world. We do work in 117 countries. They'll connect you with the people who can best serve what your interests are. Yeah. All right. So the website's TTISI.com and price-associates.com. Ron Price, thank you so much. It's been a great conversation. Josh, great to be with you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.